Welcome to the podcast for people turning the great American RV adventure into stressless camping. We're glad you joined our weekly adventure. Now let's gather around the campfire with our hosts, Peggy and Tony Barthel. Welcome to the campfire. Yeah, we are two RV industry veterans who travel part-time in a small trailer looking to share big adventures and help you with great tips, tricks, and discounts. Absolutely. Well, as usual, we start with... uh, little discussion and we're not going to change that for this week uh i wanted to bring to people's attention those people who have rvs with slide rooms in them of any sort there was a photo that was shared in one of the millions of rv facebook groups that we belong to and it was a photograph of damage to the floor of their rv caused by a little rock that basically caught the vinyl flooring and ripped it. And that's something I saw somewhat frequently when I worked in the RV industry. And so I want to encourage everybody who has a slide room in their RV to be very careful about making sure that there's not little rocks and other stuff on the floor before you move those slide rooms because that is not a cheap repair. There's a photo in our Facebook group that I got from another Facebook group, and it's uh, it's a picture of that flooring that was damaged, and it's, it's it's a bummer. It can be repaired. We used to have this super guy at the RV dealership, Tom. He was just really good at fixing these, and you know the the vinyl flooring in most RVs nowadays looks sort of like planks. So what we would do is order a tremendous amount of that vinyl flooring from that RV and he would literally cut the plank out so it kind of looked like or he would it, it looked like he was basically cutting out a plank <laughs> and that's how he fixed it. Nice. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Keep that floor clean. Yeah, yeah. It 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 does pretty bad damage. Peggy is let's say less social than I am. Right. And Tony has been really going a little stir crazy being stuck in the house all the time. Oh my god. So he's been watching a lot of travel videos. Yes. And but we've found some great places that we want to visit now. Yeah. So that's good. We're adding to our list and we and we've added a page on our website that has a link to the YouTube videos of Great locations. Yeah, it's uh, so we compiled a list of places that we've either been to or want to go to, and videos that I really enjoy watching about that. And we've started to put those together on a group on our website, and it's all organized by map. So you can go onto this map page and find videos and if you have videos where you're like dude you've got to share this video because it's off the hook i'll add it it's just it's kind of a fun thing to do while we're all stuck sheltered in place right if you have a internet a good internet connection that's kind of been a a big thing that saved my bacon (laughs) Mm, bacon and speaking of our website, we also built a resource page that has all the collection of what campgrounds are open, what campgrounds are not open, that sort of thing. So we have that on our website too. And every page, there's a banner across the top that says COVID-19 RV resources. And that's where you'll find that. Yep. So we keep polishing that diamond that is our website. <laughs> 
Everybody seems to be talking about lithium batteries for their RVs. Of course. They charge faster, last longer, weigh less, and require zero maintenance. Plus, you don't have to replace them every few years. We love Lion Energy's safe lithium batteries, and with their limited lifetime warranty, they're the last batteries you'll have to buy for your RV. Of course, we have a discount for you on our Discounts and Deals page. And you can learn more about why lithium is the way to go. Well, we thought in these times where, you know, some people's opportunity has changed dramatically. Right. And uh, we are very pleased to welcome back to our virtual campfire, Mike Sokol from RV Electricity. He and I had a discussion recently about some of the opportunities while we're all sheltering in place that are out there. And so, Mike, welcome back to the Stressless Camping Podcast. Well, thank you very much for having me. We were talking about virtual rallies and some of the virtual tools that are available as we all sort of shelter in place here. You had just written an article about that. Tell me a little more. What got me interested in this is, you know, I'm a one-day-a-week adjunct professor at a major university, and we were told a month ago that we could no longer do classrooms coming up after spring break. And by golly, we changed all of our things to uh, where I have dozens of students, and me as the, um, the teacher, I'm sitting here in my, my little studio here and doing lessons. And they can all interact with each other. I can put up PowerPoint slides. I can play videos. I even had them playing bass guitar and drums the other day back to us so we could kind of hear what they were doing and see how they set it up. Huh. And it worked amazingly well. We were very careful to tweak the audio carefully because, of course, this is a listening class. I teach live sound production. Then I got thinking about this last weekend. I was supposed to be at the FMCA rally in Tucson. As of course, that was canceled. And I offered, and they accepted. Thursday, I'm doing live stream of my regular RV electricity seminar, the same seminar that I would have done out there, hour long, except I'm doing three 20-minute chunks of this and putting that together. And then I had somebody said, well, what about any of the social time at these things that we're missing? And I went, oh, I have an idea for that. <laughs> it's actually pretty easy with a number of these applications to have one moderator run this whole thing, and you could have anywhere from dozens to hundreds to thousands of RV guys and gals that might be dispersed across the country that didn't get to a rally participate in a virtual rally and you could run it very similar to a regular rally where you've got some social times and you can actually use something like zoom to break them up into individual rooms so that somebody over here wants to talk about instapot recipes <laughs> they can join this one little room somebody over here wants to talk about air conditioning issues they can go over here and then you can as the main coordinator bring them all back or you could say i'm going to do a keynote address here and then i'm going to now get tony here to actually talk about his program you could do a 10 or 20 minute thing that we could skype on in now even though it is a fairly complicated thing for the moderator to do all that any of the participants need is basically any kind of a cell phone you know you don't even need a camera with it if you don't want but it works really well if you do have a camera and a smartphone with a screen i am completely floored as to how good the audio and video works on this and remember i 
I teach audio, video, lighting production. I mean, it's one of my actual gigs that I do. Right. And this, you basically just turn it on and it works. And I'm going, where's all my buttons to tweak? <laughs> yeah, it's, if anything, the fact that we're all experiencing this now, video conferencing and that sort of technology is incredible what we have access to today. We screen sharing and just being able to hang out with people and see them and hear them and hear them and see them well. Right. It's just really impressive to me because I remember trying to do virtual meetings ah, not even that long ago and it was just awful and everybody had to be fairly tech savvy and now it, you can go on a variety of services and boom, you're just it just works. It does and one of the things that I'm using for my front end to create this is Ecamm which allows me to fly in Skype sessions and bring in videos and do scrolling text across the bottom and I mean it looks like I'm doing a regular production for television broadcast but it will allow me to stream to multiple services all at the same time so I just send this out to YouTube Facebook Twitch and Periscope simultaneously and then what it'll do is it will funnel instant messages back from all of those groups into my main computer which if I see something I really like I can drag that onto the main screen and there's a little bubble with your face on it says, Tony's got a question about this wow. and I'm just looking at this and the expense of this stuff is stupid cheap for the moderators and it's absolutely free for anyone who wants to participate and it's relatively bulletproof even with a mediocre connection that's the thing that blows my mind it is crazy now what i did on mine i found that my local service provider was going down dozens of times a day when i was first attempting this so i went and bought an at&t cellular modem and went ahead and got myself another unlimited account on my cell phone an extra 50 bucks a month put in the little sim card in that baby and it stuck it up in the window i've got a six nips upload unlimited on cellular because the window in my studio happens to be pointed right at the cell tower that's only you know half a mile away i can do perfectly fine great looking video and audio with no problem right off of my cell network i'm blown away because i know what is all going on to make this happen <laughs> it's just crazy by odd coincidence i have a similar device and last year when we had the power outages in northern california i used my at&t connection and it was solid i was amazed at how good the cell phone connection was with all the devices we had on it the other thing that i have found in terms of cameras i just have three of those little 50 dollar logitech 1080p cameras the little ones you clip on top the video quality on that is absolutely amazing i have a couple of the real high-end sony hd ptz cameras with a robot control and all that but these little cameras you just set them on automatic auto white balance auto exposure auto whatever the heck it is they've got i don't have to mess with any of this i just turn this on and <laughs> i look like a network feed what i'm saying is do not be afraid if you or your group wants to start one of these things you do not need to be an audio professional it is best if you get a decent headset of course but so much of it is wonderful and i think the zoom stuff that i'm using they provided me with an enterprise version from school but it's 15 dollars a month yeah. or something yeah and i'm looking at this because when i was originally started doing teleconferencing stuff 20 years ago where you had that satellite feeds to do it it was costing you a thousand dollars an hour oh, to yeah. do things like that 
and it was sketchy. It was all sketchy, but I used to do stuff for the military, some of the businesses I worked for. Now you just turn the thing on. Everybody basically has unlimited data they can get on. Something that I teach in my classes, and I teach music production at a rather high level. You know, I teach at a conservatory where we have 60-some sideway pianos, all in perfect tune, because we have one person, all they do is tune the pianos. That's all they do. A lot of students get all enamored with this special model of microphone, this special model of processing, this special model of this. You do not get hung up that you have to have a particular microphone or a particular wire or a particular gadget. All of that stuff is just a conduit between the artist and the listener. When you do all of your stuff right, all of that technology disappears. And the only thing you have is direct connection between the person performing and the person listening. The content that you want to hear, that emotional connection of people actually performing is what people want. And I see the same thing happening now with this netcasting because we're watching newscasters and weathercasters and such sitting in their basements and the lighting is atrocious and the audio is crap. But you're hanging on every word because what you're really listening for is that connection. I want that information. I want whether it's an emotional connection or a technical connection or whatever. We have better microphones and better cameras than we've had over the last few decades. But in reality, what your main thing is, is your content. If you've got a story to tell, people that you want to talk to, that you want to hook up, don't worry if you're limited in technology. You are forgiven now. And that's where we come around to the opportunity for our audience is a lot of people have these incredible talents and skills or even a hobby that's interesting. And you can take that and using simple tools, some of which are free, turn it actually into an opportunity for you if you can't go out and do what you normally did. I have a friend who's a server and as you know during these times she like most servers have been laid off she started doing candle making videos and they've really started to get traction and now she's selling candles i had another buddy of mine call me over the weekend and said his boss wants him to start creating how-to videos on some of their products and he says what am i supposed to do hold my phone up in the air and i said i'll tell you what i'll send you a link to a little ten dollar gadget that you can take your phone and put it on a mic stand over top of your table and you can see what you're doing and you can broadcast from that because that's all it takes and i said yes that's all it takes the one advantage that i have of having started doing musical electronics and all this from when i was a little kid the first half of my career the first 25 years of me doing this i had no real money i could make a living but i couldn't afford all of the fancy microphones and all of the fancy gear and the hundred thousand dollar mixing board couldn't afford any of that so i got the cheapest stuff that i could find stuff that people would be throwing away and then i made it work. But then, after I'd done that for a while, all of the audio manufacturers found out that I could do this. They started sending me $5,000 microphones and $100,000 mixing consoles. And then I was able to take and make that stuff work great too. But I always have this idea of, I could always go back to one microphone and I can go do this. Even though I have all the fancy cameras and processing and stuff that I need for these netcasts. Right now, I'm going to work on a series of these webinar netcasts that I can do with nothing but an iPhone and a way to clamp it over top of the table and an earbud. That's it. I'm going to show them how you can do this with just basically nothing 
more than what you've got in your back pocket. And whether you put that over top and show how to make fettuccine or you want to describe how to sew something together, whatever talent that you've got, there are other people that want to watch that. And it basically costs you nothing, especially on YouTube, costs you nothing to send that out. And you can get piles of people signed up. And if you do enough of it, you can monetize it. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, there's so much opportunity out there. And so many people have these unique skills that now would be the time to leverage those and potentially use those to make an income. They can make an income. And the beauty of it is you could do it right from your RV. Let's say maybe you had a little side gig making jewelry, you know, stringing stuff together, whatever. And you're stuck in your RV someplace. Well, you can still do this, but you can make little interactive videos and show people how you make these things, ask them what they want. You can create them a earring jewelry thing right where they're watching, sell it to them on Etsy and then box it up and ship it out. Think about how personal that would be. And that's exactly what this server is doing is she's taking the candles and then selling them. You sell these things. They love this. Or if you're an artist, do a time-lapse photography, which you could do with your phone now, of you making a painting, posting this on Etsy here or however you want to do it here the end of the day. Who wants it? And people may bid it up while you're painting a landscape that you happen to be stuck out on so you can do the plein air stuff or trompe I know I'm using fancy terms. My wife is an artist. (laughs) I have learned there's no such thing as like red or blue or yellow. I think she has like a hundred descriptions for blue. Oh my gosh. I'm just looking at light blue and dark blue. Someone said fuchsia. I'm like, well, what color is that? (laughs) (laughs) She goes, your one cat has a burnt umber nose. What do you mean burnt umber? That looks brown. She goes, no, it's not. And it's not really sienna either. I'm like, well, I wouldn't have said sienna anyway. (laughs) What do I know? But you have these experts, absolute experts that people would find fascinating to watch maybe a teaching class in its school where they're having a virtual happy hour like at four o'clock every Thursday afternoon at school. I thought about tipsy painting group. My wife hates tipsy painting because she's a real (laughs) artist and these guys, they just want to go drink wine and paint something, right? Right. Whereas many of these apps, you can do this with your finger right on a phone, but it really works better like on an iPad. Oh yeah. You can have a tipsy painting group where everybody has to have a glass of wine and then you have one leader that comes in and then you get 20 or 30 or 100 people sign up for this thing, you can then, the leader and moderator of this can pop anybody's painting that they think is, oh, look at this, look at Peggy over here, and she's saying something really interesting. You pop it on the screen for everybody, everybody's laughing and giggling and carrying on and sipping their wine. And then you just say, okay, it's going to cost you $5 to join my tipsy painting group for an hour of this. If you had 100 people, that's $500. That ain't nothing to sneeze at in this day and age. Especially using free tools. Right. Free tools. The one I've been to is called Paint and Sip. And since we're sheltered in place, we're Sip. Oh, this that's might be brilliant. a good way to <laughs> bring that in. They don't have to be technical things that you're teaching them. Many of these can be social things. I am both a artist and an engineer, although I'm not an artist like my wife. I'm a musician, audio engineer, and all that. And I always say that I always walk in both worlds because so much of what I do is really about whether it makes people feel good or uplifted or whatever the heck it is. Same way with paintings. You do things that somehow get emotion across. So while I primarily teach 
teach technology to RV guys for my regular RV electricity thing. My real love and passion is some sort of art or knowledge. Our bottom line here is don't give up if you're stuck in your RV or in your sticks and bricks. They're still using all these wonderful tools and we're going to have a list of them on our show notes. There's still plenty of opportunity out there. It's just going to be a different opportunity. Right. It truly is. And as I've said on my own website, don't whine about having nothing to do. Open up a bottle of wine and find some way to help. You can do this, whether it's your talent on how to darn a sock or how to create a masterpiece or cook or whatever the heck it is. Now is the opportunity to go do it. And even if you just say, you know, I'll, I'll teach you this for a dollar. There's a program you can get as a musician that's called Coffee. It's like a $3 donation. You can perform something online and you can put a little coffee button up and it says the equivalent to buying somebody a cup of coffee. Huh. And it's completely without, um, they don't take any percentages out of it or whatever. It just shows up in your PayPal account. So if you're a musician and you want to do a performance of whatever the heck it is and you set up your little coffee button on it, people can watch that on your stream and if they'd like it, they can click a little button and donate three bucks. One of my friends who's a classical guitarist says she started doing this. She can sit down and play for 30 minutes some of her most moving pieces. She might look and have $100 in her tip jar. Wow. She says, I don't have any other income coming in right now. She says, do you know how amazing that is? And this was primarily created for musicians. You know, the busker at my side. Right, right. So you could turn the subway, people throw in change. That's what this is. That's pretty darn cool. And we have a friend of mine who his specialty was performing at retirement communities. And he had something like 54 performances cancel in one day. And at first he was just beside himself. What am I going to do? This is my income. Then he thought, oh, I'm going to do one performance, make DVDs of it because consider the audience. And he sells right. those DVDs to the retirement homes and yeah. he's back to making an income again. And yet he only has to do one performance. He just has to duplicate a lot of DVDs. But he could live stream these right into these nursing homes. They're all needing something, some kind of an entertainment or whatever. He could just sit in his little kitchen studio if he wanted to, playing a guitar or a violin or a harmonica or whatever. And they just go to these guys and say, I just need a stipend because they normally get paid from the nursing homes oh, yeah. to come in and do this. And say, it doesn't have to be a lot. Give me 50 bucks. I'll do this for an hour. I'll set this stuff up and then work your way around a couple of the different nursing homes that day. You could probably make a couple hundred dollars in an afternoon if you were half good at this. I keep telling people you don't have to make a lot of money, but I'd like to at least not become a burden on society. Yeah. You know how that goes. <laughs> you know, I'm in Maryland. We just got a press conference from Governor Hogan here. He is now, as of 8 o'clock tonight, sending out text messages to every single phone in Maryland, and they are shutting down all non-essential travel, period. Yeah, we didn't go to the FMCA rally because we weren't really concerned about going there. We were concerned about being stuck there. So this is a real, real good opportunity to start talking about how people could kind of hook up on my, my RV Electricity Facebook group. I said, for this one thread only, I am lifting the ban on self-promotion. If you are an RV technician on the road, independent, please post where you are and what kind of work you do because we've got guys that can't get their RVs repaired any other way. And as long as you can remain a CV-19 safe, the guys can, they can provide towing services, they can provide air conditioner repair, they can do all this stuff because these guys cannot get their RVs into any shop to get them fixed. Mike's got a great article that we will share with you on virtual rallies and some of the opportunities. And Mike, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. I really enjoy when you make the time for us. And so I appreciate your being here. For sure. And thank you very 
very much for the opportunity. I think now is the time more than ever to reach out to everybody and try to help. That's for sure. I think we're all in this community together. And even though we're all six feet apart, at least we, we are all in it together. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. And good speaking with you. So do you feel inspired? I do. Yeah. There's a few cool resources uh, for conferencing and all of that. And honestly, I hope that one thing that we all get out of this is a lot more opportunity from the road and from at home. Right. I'm hoping that this kind of changes the whole kind of global business and allows more people to be able to work from home. It's good for the environment because there will be yeah. less cars on the road. It's good for a lot of people who are just more comfortable working. You know, I personally don't like to get up in the morning. So <laughs> if I could work, if I could have worked from home in my day job, I would have been a lot happier because I could get up and start working without having to get ready for work and then drive while I still really wasn't ready for that part of the day. So hopefully people who are working from home now, their employers will see that it actually does work and they can continue that after this is over. Yeah. So for those of you who are working from home for some big company or stuff, don't screw it up for the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> we want these companies to look at this and go, wow, that's a great idea. I'm saving a fortune on office space and my employees are so productive. Right. Not, God, Dave's drunk once again at work. <laughs> <laughs> and alternatively, if you're working from home and you have discovered that your employer will not allow this permanently, but this is the way for you to live, start looking at some diff different ideas and different opportunities. Go join LinkedIn and update your LinkedIn profile with your skills and latest work. And, you know, maybe this you're not in the right job if you're finding yourself way happier and, and it's not going to be able to continue. Yeah. Or there's a there's a number of these job sites that will give you updates when there's new jobs available. And for example, indeed.com sends me lists every day and the work from home opportunities now, it's pages and pages every day. And so that's another thing. Maybe if, if this is your bag and you want to keep doing it, maybe go over to Indeed, set yourself up with their daily job listings and, and get those. Right. There's a guy, I've been on his show even, Clark Howard, and he does a great podcast and he does a great uh, radio show. And he has a work from home guide, which we'll put a link to in our show notes. But Clark Howard is, is a good, it's Clark.com and he has some great information there anyway. He does. Another idea is if you are ready to learn an RV skill, maintenance or repair skills. Now, right now, you can't go to classes, even if you're kind of sitting at home not being able to work. However, the FMCA University, I talked about this before, on the FMCA website, there are hundreds, like literally hundreds of articles about different skills of maintenance and repair. And Maybe this would be the time to just start looking at those articles and gauge interest in different topics, you know, decide if this is the kind of thing that you would be interested in and get a little bit of a head start on the practical learning. And then, you know, when times are better and they open up the, the workshops again, you may find that you are interested in doing that. 
Yeah, remember a, a couple of, well, a few episodes ago, we interviewed the RV Industry Associations. They have a school to learn RV repair. If you uh, see some of these videos and you find, man, I am good with fixing this stuff or whatever, or I do dig fixing these things, maybe your next step might be to enroll in the RVIA's university. Right, because there is a definite shortage of people who can do those repairs. Yeah, talk about wanting to walk right in and write your own check. <laughs> yeah. that, that is the place to start. Right. So. And then we have a friend who she took her passion, which is making candles, and she used her smartphone and started creating candle making videos and was selling the candles. She's a server. Well, all of a sudden she's selling all these candles. And so maybe your hobby might become your occupation. Right. So you could get a make a YouTube channel and teach whatever craft you're into. If it's candles or beading or quilting or cooking, whatever it is, if you make some videos about it and you get some people following you, they could watch you make that item and then buy the one that they watched you make. There's like a certain kind of coolness in owning something that you actually saw being made. Yeah, and perhaps you could sell, use like Zoom videos or something and sell one-on-one -on -one or multiple people classes. So there's there's lots of opportunity. And remember, we're not going to be sheltered in place forever, I hope. Uh, <laughs> we are getting out of this. <laughs> and uh, perhaps whatever you've established now, or at least started now, you could do from the road. Right. So. I have a couple of friends who are teaching either yoga or some kind of exercise, and they've just made themselves a YouTube videos, or, sorry, YouTube channel. And so I can go in and at my level, I can join their groups and watch their videos and keep up with my exercising a little. Yeah, it's really cool. So lots of opportunities where, you know, you might have to be creative with some of your finding of them, but things you can do as we eventually get back into travel and make a couple extra bucks today right. or at least lay the foundation for that right so hopefully this is encouraging to you and and you're like you know what those those guys are that that is a good idea <laughs> so that's that's we always hope that you get a little something out of this and uh, speaking of getting something out of this we have a word from harvest house because we, you'll definitely get something out of that yeah Camping is all about great experiences, and that's why we love Harvest Hosts. Harvest Hosts is the gateway to beautiful overnighting experiences. And with Harvest Hosts, you can boondock at wineries, breweries, cultural destinations, golf courses, so much more. It's a great alternative to traditional campgrounds. Yeah, a lot of those really great pictures you've seen online, like Instagram and such, have been taken at Harvest Host destinations, and you can experience those yourself. You can, and we've got a good deal on Harvest Host memberships on our partners page at StresslessCamping.com. Enjoy your next Stressless Camping getaway at a beautiful destination and save money in the process. Winner, winner. Everyone's a winner. Yeah. Hey, chicken dinner. <laughs> and this week we have the, the list. is a list of mods you can do to your RV without affecting its value. Right. So here are some ideas of things that you can do that are not permanent changes 
that will make the RV your own place. But then in the future, if you decide to trade up or whatever, there'll be things that can easily be taken out. Yep. So Peggy made curtains for our travel trailer that I really dig. They're like classic car curtains. But I did. And I made them actually out of a shower curtain that we also used. So we have a shower curtain and window curtains that match because I used a shower curtain to make curtains. That's pretty cool. Uh, balance covers. That was neat. Those boxes around the windows. And ours, our trailer was cool because you could rip the old ones off with Velcro. <laughs> Just rip them right off of there. Yeah, they were, they were installed with Velcro, so I took them off and just sewed the fabric onto the existing balance and so I reused the velcro that was already there and then I made a couple of pillow covers that matched those balances so we have pillows on oops not the couch yeah. so we have pillows <laughs> we have pillows too <laughs> so we have pillows that match the balance covers <laughs> yeah and then uh, we like those stickers that you can put on the wall that you know like life is better at the campsite or you know, yeah. whatever it happens to be. Those are kind of cool. Janine Pettit found this spoon flower stick-on wallpaper stuff that can come back off. Right, it's removable wallpaper, so you can do whatever you want. And then when the time comes that you want to change it or you want to have someone else have that RV, that wallpaper will come right off and not cause permanent change. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And obviously rugs, you know, you can do rugs. You can do rugs. You could do bedding. Although if you have a Murphy bed, then probably it's not a big deal to (laughs) change what your bed looks like because it's hiding most of the time. Flip it into the wall. (laughs) And then covers for cushions and such. This is, this is, uh, I guess, 201 level sewing. At least. least. (laughs) It could be. Yeah. I don't, I haven't attempted that. I, I've seen some ideas like putting elastic so it's kind of like a fitted sheet. So it just covers kind of the, the top or the front surface of the cushion. Or like a kind of a pillowcase that just kind of slips on and maybe folds or zips on the end. Yeah, and then of course all those over-the-door teepee. If you can find toilet paper, you could have an <laughs> over-the-door toilet paper holder or paper towels or... Uh, those shoe, I don't know, they're like a wall of shoes. A wall of shoes, and people use those for a lot of different things. You know, use them for their spice rack and use them for just o- organizing all kinds of things that might fit in a shoe pocket. Yeah, and before we had this travel trailer, we had another one, and we actually used that for all of the kitchen stuff, and we could take it from the inside to the outside, yep. and all our kitchen things were in those different pockets, and it made it pretty slick. You you basically take this thing that you've rolled up and hang it outside and bing, bang, boom, there's, there's all your, your kitchen, kitchen tools. Yep. Well, there you have it. Another week of stressless camping, or at least wishing. <laughs> <laughs> Preparing, being yeah. ready for when we can camp again. Absolutely. Hey, if you've got a favorite destination or a question about RVing or anything like that, join us over on our Facebook group. It's a fun discussion with lots of happy campers. That's right. We're a bunch of stressless campers and even dreamers, people who want to be campers. We want to know what's stopping you from doing that. 
come on over to our Facebook page and let's talk about it. And we are on all the usual social places, but you can find us at our home at stresslesscamping.com. And from there, you can jump off to all of those social destinations. That's right. If you don't want to miss a future episode of the Stressless Camping Podcast, you know it's free to subscribe on any app. We're saving you a seat around our virtual campfire and a review would really help others to find the podcast. And more listeners means we continue to get great guests for you to hear. Yes. And we can't tell you how much those reviews mean to us. So thank you in advance for taking a moment of your time. Hey, we're all sitting around the campfire and staring at our phones anyway. So (laughs) that would help. Thank you very much, everybody. We appreciate your being here and happy Happy camping. camping. Time to get out on your own journey. Don't forget to leave the review on your favorite podcast app. And visit StresslessCamping.com for photos, stories, an RV calendar, and more. I'm Stressless Camper Larry Richardson wishing you happy camping.